any chip on the flow, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. You're supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Woo! Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lugnuts podcast, and I'm back. Whoa, whoa, who's this? Yeah. Is that you, Luke? Luke, is that you? <laughs> Put your glasses on, because it's not the Pig and Dick show. <laughs> the, yeah, funny guy here. Chuckles. <laughs> so how's uh, Louisiana there? It's not bad. There's no NASCAR tracks in the state. No, there is not, and uh, they did. They do that bog racing or whatever. So, yeah. So we'll have to. You'll have to come down for that. Maybe we yeah. can start a maybe swamp races. I don't know if they still have that prison rodeo too. That's always a good time. Uh, That's so, Abbeville, right? Uh, Angola. Oh, Angola. So, uh, the food got you. You got that funny butt yet from the food, or you got used to it yet? Uh, I got a little used to. We had an alligator on Saturday night. Oh, I eat yeah. exotic stuff. I'm like uh, Andrew Zimmern. Who? Andrew Zimmern. Is that the guy that offed himself? That was no. That was Anthony Bourdain, I think. And Zimmern was is the bald guy, and he goes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. All righty. So uh, first thing we're gonna do. We didn't have a show last week. We were supposed to have a show, and then uh, I actually there was a. <laughs> bomb threat at uh cow field they <laughs> they told us we couldn't get back in the building so i wasn't able to get back in the record and then next thing you know i was just yeah sitting in meetings so we didn't have a a thing last week so we're gonna do a real quick update what happened at the robo um and then we're gonna get a real quick hit to the news and then catch you up on all the action you probably already heard about it this weekend but we got the we got it for the fans break it down you don't have to waste your whole week on watching the races. We watch them for you, and then we give you what happened. Yeah, so uh, Christopher Bell, he's the first driver to pit last and pays off as he ends up winning uh, at the Roval. He gets the walk-off ticket to the round of eight. Uh, Briscoe was able to finish ninth place, and he bumps defending champion Kyle Larson out of the playoffs as they cut it down to eight. So the the uh, Elite Eight, as they would say in basketball, yeah. is Chief Elliott, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Ross Chastain, Chase Briscoe, and uh, Christopher Bell. In the Xfinity race, we had the Sparks 300. Uh, it was double overtime. A.J. Allmendinger won his fourth straight Roval race in his second consecutive Xfinity race. Uh, it was his 15th career win. So close for Ryan Sieg. He misses the cutoff by just two points. He got edged out by Brandon Jones. Daniel Hemrick, uh, pretty disappointing season for him, in my opinion. Misses it by 11 points. Riley Herbst finishes 18 back, and then Jeremy Clements of uh, distant uh, 52 back. So they started the round of eight. The four drivers ahead of the cutoff are Gregson plus 34, Inger plus 22, Gibbs plus 16, Allgaier plus 11. Below the cutoff line, Josh Berry's minus 11, Hill minus 15, Brandon Jones minus 22, and Sam Mayer minus 28. Alrighty, and then uh, yeah, I uh, I think. It... <laughs> Dinger's the guy. I think he's going to win it. He'll win the whole thing the way he's going. And how hot is Christopher Bell? He's got to be a favorite in the cup. So we'll see how that works out for both of those guys. 
Uh, yeah. But first, some news. Now, this came out last week. So they said Alex Bowman to miss the next three races. So that was also going to include uh, the race we just had in Las Vegas. I found it really odd that they announced he was going to miss the three next three races and then just say all four in the rest of the season. Uh, do you find that odd? Like, at this point, why come back? Unless sponsorship stuff, unless yeah. you really got to be in the car for a sponsor. But I think for uh, physical well-being, just shutting it down would probably be the best idea. But Yeah. And they said uh, Noah Gregson's going to replace him in all three races. So, Gregson, it's a little tough going for the the – you're going for the Xfinity title while you're doing double duty. We know Ty Gibbs hasn't really raced as well since he started doing double duty. A, they're different cars, and B, that's a lot of stuff every weekend. But, but I mean, the difference between Grayson is he has run a couple cup races already this year uh, with Colleg a little bit. Right? Uh, no, it wasn't Colleg. It was – is it Colleg? He's, then, he's uh, run a couple Colleg races, yeah. And, and then, he, he was supposed to run the Beard uh, yeah. Oil, but uh, – that's the one where it was the first race he actually filled in for Bowman. Yeah. And then we got it uh, right before the race. Uh, Kurt Busch, he one-ups Alex Bowman. He announces he's retiring from full-time racing. And he says at this point his body still isn't connected with his brain on some movements and whatnot, which I think is pretty scary stuff. Uh, this Yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. So he wouldn't be cleared to race, and even if he was, he is shutting it down full time. So he'll handpick some stuff, probably like Dale Earnhardt uh, does. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh! You get him back up in the TV booth, though. Yeah, I really like him in the TV booth, and they can stop having that rotation. Um, yeah. You know, somebody this weekend thought Clinton Boyer was up in the booth. <laughs> we'll get to that later <laughs> on. But uh, what do we got next? Uh, NASCAR is interested in having a street race in New York City, according to the Sports Business Journal. Uh, they're trying really hard to be loved by everybody, and I don't know if this is a sport that is for everybody. Yeah, and a well, and then like I just you've been in New York City, yeah, like <laughs> basically a local. I spent four days there. It would it like it's not built. <laughs> For it's barely built for regular automobile traffic, not really yeah. built. I mean, to me, the only way I vision it is if they do it around the there's like a not a highway, but there's a, a byway or whatever that loops around Manhattan Island. Like, to me, that's the only place that makes sense. And even then, you're not racing in the city. Um, I don't get it. I they also said they're they're looking at cities in the west and the Pacific Northwest, like Denver and Portland. And they've noted that they already run an Xfinity race in Portland. And that race uh, lost all the Xfinity teams a lot of cash. So this year they even real or next year they realized they need to tie it with another race. If you're going to have people go all the way out West. So they're going to do Portland and Sonoma back to back. But uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. But uh, who knows? Maybe Chicago will go well and I'll be wrong. Next, we get some uh, we get some good old fashioned NASCAR hypocrisy. <laughs> Cole yeah. Custer fined one hundred thousand dollars. Crew chief Mike Shiplett, the pride of Amherst, pride, pride of Amherst, Ohio. Uh, sorry, we got these Macs, and they got this new thing that just started popping up today, and no one in our IT department can figure out how to shut it off. 
Um, Pride of Amherst, Ohio. Actually went to my high school, uh, Marinell Steele. Um, he was also fined $100,000, and he's suspended indefinitely from NASCAR. So that can be forever. Uh, team and driver will each lose 50 points. So I driving. So what do you do for those that didn't see it? Okay, so what had happened is we're at the Roval. Cole, our uh, his teammate, uh, a friend of the friend, a friend of a friend of the program, Chase Briscoe, uh, trying to get the last spot in the playoffs. At the time this happened, he was actually tied with uh, Kyle Larson in points, but he owned the tiebreaker. But then Cole Custer just. <laughs> basically stepped on the brakes uh, as a bunch of cars were trying to, to get by him. And he ran a blockade for uh, Briscoe, who picked up two more points uh, on this. It was Ray headed into the last lap. So Briscoe picks up two more spots on this blockade. He ends up beating Larson by two points. He moves on. Um so they're like, oh my gosh, we have to watch this over again, despite the fact that there's numerous things that have happened in recent years where drivers have sort of helped their teammates. We have the Chase Elliott lap down, helps Kyle Larson win by blocking Kevin Harvick. Then we have Eric Jones with his crew telling him not to pass Denny Hamlin back when he was with JGR. Um but my whole thing is he got a bigger penalty than William Byron got wrecking someone under caution. And like I said, yeah. Chase Elliott got zero penalty when he drove slow and blocked Harvick so Elliott could win, or so Larson could win. And I've seen on more than one occasion while watching truck races where Kyle Busch does not run full speed at the end of a stage so one of his other drivers uh, can win the stage uh, and get the playoff point. So I don't – it's not just because Mike Shippett's from Amherst, Ohio, the sandstone capital of the world. It's where they got all the sandstone to rebuild Chicago after the great fire. Who knew? Yeah. So what are your thoughts on it? Uh, a little BS in my opinion. I think it's a hefty fine. We were supposed to get Mike Shiplett on the show this year. Yeah, and we were going to wait till Cole was having a good streak. <laughs> we might have to get him next year when he's an Xfinity crew chief. I hope he doesn't listen to the show. That'd be bad. Yes, yeah. I mean they they uh, they've had some rough they've had some rough luck and. Last year, Stuart Haas racing wasn't the greatest, and this year they're gotten a little better, but Cole's still a little bit behind the eight ball. But hey, they still got teamwork. Yeah. Uh, Colin completes their Xfinity team for 2023. Defending Xfinity champion Daniel Hamrick uh, will be retor- returning to the number 11 car despite missing the round of eight. Landy Castle will be in the 10, and then Chandler Smith in the uh, 16. There you go. Uh, solid team. Oh, I would say solid team, but Castle and Hamrick really didn't perform well. I really like Chandler Smith, though, in the 16. So uh, locking them up, you know. Um, this one not as – oh, go on. Go ahead. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, the colleague one? Yeah. The colleague one? It's meh to me. I think they're more focused on cup, but, like, Landon Castle, Daniel Hemrick doesn't really do anything for me. 
Yeah. Well, I like to see Chandler team. Smith in the Xfinity, though. I think I'd be interested to see how he does. Hemrick's a defending champion. <laughs> with yeah, one career won, race win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of lucked his way into it. Not that we're taking anything away from it, but. Uh, AM I mean, racing. Oh, uh, you're. Uh, I mean, it just gonna... doesn't have like the, the fire. We're gonna have to work on your internet in uh, Louisiana. I don't know if they got little hamsters eating the uh, wires or whatnot, but uh, is it bad? Eh, you go in and out a little bit, but here's your first episode back. The listeners are, are just appreciate you giving the effort. Yeah, AMC Racing announced they're expanding their operations at Xfinity for 2023. There's an old driver. I, don't know, I think it was Terry Labonte or Jeff Bodine. One of them said. You should be really good in the level you're in before you move up a level. <laughs> and AM Racing's been okay in trucks. Um, they've had a lot of good drivers pass through their program, but it's early on in their careers. They've had Bubba Wallace, Myatt Snyder, JJ Yelly, Brett Moffat among their drivers. Uh, the team's mainly run trucks since 2015. They also ran ARCA last year. Um, so a new team in Xfinity. I don't know. Announcement's going to come later as to the car numbers, drivers, crew chiefs, and uh, and whatnot. Maybe we'll see Mike Shiplett. Yeah. We've had uh, some reports, and I think they've been confirmed. Uh, Lee Spencer, first to report. We like to give uh, proper uh, – we don't want people to think we're plagiarizing and stealing stuff. Lee Spencer reported that Tyler Reddick uh, was going to have his last year of his contract bar- bought out by RCR, and that was actually confirmed after – Kurt Busch announced he was... Uh, oh, it'd be Parker. bought out by 23-11. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, his last year's being bought out. So, he will race for 23XI next year, which opens and up... you put on here, it fuels speculation that Kurt Busch may be retiring, but that was confirmed, so it's like you were looking into the future. Yep, and then uh, that also opens up the eight car for... Uh, well, it was going to open up the eight car anyways for Kyle, uh, Kurt, uh, Kyle Busch. Um, but Reddick wouldn't have to drive in some riffraff car all year for RCR, uh, like he would have had to. Have you thought about how weird it's going to be to see Kyle Busch in the eight car? Uh, it's going to be really weird to see a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm already weirded out by uh, uh, Bubba Wallace in 45. Yeah, although it wasn't weird for me to see Kozlowski in the six this year. So maybe it won't be. Bad. Well, that's because that's because last year you were always confused which car was Logano and which car was Kozlowski anyway. So <laughs> it helps when you're stupid. <laughs> uh, last bit of news: we get the Hendrick Motorsports. They give Kyle Larson a green light to try the Coke 600 in the Indy 500 double. Yeah, apparently he's been wanting to do it for years, but this is the first time uh, Hendrick, possibly with some coercing from Jeff Gordon, is supporting the idea. So. Maybe he'll go toe to toe with uh, Jimmy Johnson. Ooh, so that'd be interesting. Who's the last one to do the double? Tony Stewart? No, I think it was Kurt Busch. I think we did talked he about this. He did it like 2015 or 16. I thought. Oh. You always put me on the spot. We'll have it for the next show. Hopefully, when you have better uh, internet and you have your microphone stuff. So. Was it bad? Your shipment come in yet? Yeah. And so you have your microphone? I don't see it in front of you. No, I don't. I can't find it. Actually, hold on. 
so i'll this put in radio. some yeah i'll put in some sound here i did you have you listened to the episodes yeah how good am i at dropping in clips you're okay pretty good pretty good i learned to fade and stuff people are saying my episodes that i produced are better than the ones you have but i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you that task back so that you don't feel bad so we're gonna go to the south point 400 those that don't know i believe south point the hotel i believe is owned by relatives of brendan gone um the old driver back in the day. I did you know he played for Georgetown back in the day? He played for Alan I uh, with Alan Iverson. We tried to get him on as a guest, mostly to talk about his spirits. He's big into uh he he's uh he's got a distillery out there in Vegas. We tried to get him on. He's a little too good for us, but um, as we start getting better ratings, I think he'll come on. He'll be happy to come on. Oh my gosh, the Capitals are. Uh, uh Ovechkin has three assists today I thought he's over the hill but not apparently not so we got the South Point 400 Redick, Sindrick, Byron clock laps of 184 in uh qualifying to get the top three spots Ryan Blaney also in row two Joey Logano Daniel Suarez in row three the other playoff drivers are Christopher Bell row four Ross Chastain row six Chase Briscoe row eight Chase Elliott your guy all the way back out in row 10 Denny Hamlin and Rose 16. Do you watch the uh the pre-race stuff? I did not. Well, gosh, we're gonna have to adjust the sound. You can actually hear you now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, it's like you're in the oh man. It was two totally different episodes. You really bush leagued it that first half of the show. Brett Musburger, pretty weak on the driver, start your engines, but he had two hotties on his arm, so we'll forgive him for that. Oh, yeah. You know, he brought him over from the uh, South Point Casino. So stage oh. one, stage one, Reddick and Sendrick, they battle for multiple uh, laps as the race starts before Reddick and clear on uh, as they head into lap four. Lap seven, pretty disconcerting for Blaney, who is super fast in qualifying. He's reporting a, vibra a vibration, which is a little weird because I haven't had a pit stop. So a tire couldn't have been put on wrong. Um, apparently it, uh, fixed itself because we don't hear about that much, uh, the rest of the stage lap 14, Denny Hamlin and Chase Briscoe struggling back in 24th and 25th. Not a good way to start the round of eight for those two guys. Yeah. But then lap 28, we see Logano. He's up to fourth Penske running second through fourth with Cendric Blaney and Logano chasing Tyler Raddick. And then uh, 11 laps later on lap 39, it starts to green flag cycle. Uh, uh, including Tyler Reddick, the leader. Yeah, and uh, what we end up getting when they cycle through, a little bit of a surprise, but maybe not, because he pitted, uh, he was one of the earlier pitters. Daniel Suarez is in the lead when they cycle through. He's followed by uh, Bubba Wallace, and uh, lap 56, Wallace is showing speed, and he gets by Suarez on the next lap. Uh, lap 63, Logano gets by his amigos. So you got, uh, you got Logano chasing Wallace as they head down to the end of the stage. Yeah. And then, uh, lap 75 was six to go in the stage. Logano gets the lead down to two tenths of a second, but that's as close as he gets. Uh, the stage will end under yellow as Kyle Bush gets loose and spins out, uh, on lap 78. So Bubba Wallace wins the stage, Joey Logano in second, followed by Daniel Suarez, Christopher Bell, and Ryan Blaney to round out the top five. 
Austin Center, Kyle Larson, Martin Truex Jr., Tyler Reddick, and William Byron uh, also get the important stage points for those that are still uh, in the playoffs. So as we get to the stage break of some big swings, uh, as Truex jumps four spots to fourth, Chastain up six spots to fifth, Byron jumps up to sixth, and then Harvick up five spots to seventh. Uh, Ryan Blaney, the big loser, as he drops four spots to ninth. Yeah, we also, we don't mention it in this because he dropped out of the top 10. Elliot dropped a bunch of spots. They actually took both wheels off to look at some uh, uh, suspension stuff on his car. So he drops out of the uh, the top 10. Actually, he wasn't in the top 10. He just dropped back farther than he was. So, so big drop back for him. Lap 86 restart. Wallace and Suarez battling it out. They get three wide behind. Suarez and Chastain get out front for track house. Uh and Wallace is in third, and then this is the one everyone is still talking about what happened here, lap 94, what the shit. First of all, they're in the backstretch. They're going three wide. It's Wallace against the wall, Kevin Harvick in the middle. Larson dive bombs low. Harvick's like, what the hell's going on? I'm not getting in this. He lifts. Sometimes lifting's good, but some people, they say, <laughs> I don't lift. Um Harvick lifts. He gets out of it. As they're coming around the turn, uh, Larson's getting a little squirrely, and he's going up towards the wall. He hits Wallace a little bit, and then Wallace just full slams into the wall. But then Wallace appears to be very angry, and he appears to hook the rear end of Larson. Uh going about 165 miles an hour which is in pretty safe and then larson his tail end is headed towards the wall and we've seen that twice in the last couple we uh months one with kurt bush he's retired one with alex bowman he ain't seen a track in a while luckily for him but unluckily for christopher bell he clips bell which saves him from a full rear uh hit into the wall uh but big damage for bell Wallace assaults Larson both on the track, vehicular assault, but then he gets out of the uh, car and he walks on a live track. We saw Haley Deegan, her guy was just chasing a tire uh, on a, a quote unquote live track where there were no cars near him. He got his card, hard card taken away. I don't even know if he's back on the pit crew yet, but, uh, uh, Wallace walking on a track. He goes up. He pushes Larson. Larson's already been in sensitivity training. Uh, he really can't retaliate. Wallace is like, I'm not getting into this with you right now. Um, or uh, Larson says, I'm not getting into this with you. And then, uh, yeah, uh, AMR tries to uh, get Wallace to uh, get in the ambulance. He won't listen to him. He pushes people away. Some people I've heard he said he walked all the way back to pits. I can't confirm that. But uh, so that was that. Like, what are your thoughts on that spectacle we saw? I think it was a bullshit move by Bubba Wallace. Uh, I mean, I, I think it was, I don't think it was a dirty move by any means by Kyle Larson. Like, I think it was just like hard racing and like not really necessary. So, in that aspect, I kind of see, but like Bubba's reaction wasn't justified by what Kyle Larson did. Yeah. Like, like Bubba like made him made himself look like an ass. And then in the post or after he came out of the care center, like doing his interview and uh, I forget the guy's name, the pit reporter. 
Yeah. Uh, it was asking him like, oh, you know, like, hey, like with these concussions and stuff. And he's like, you're fishing, you're fishing. It's like, no, dude, you hit this guy going like 170 miles an hour and you blatantly took him out. Like, what the hell are you doing? Well, and I have a couple things. I, I jot him down. First, I think this is worse than what Cole Custer did last week. So he should get, I think he should be suspended uh, for at least one race, probably two. But He's I don't think done it, for the year. Well, we're done for the year. Uh, Denny Hamlin, his owner, is always chirping about something. I ain't heard him chirping yet. I would love to see, see him chirping about his driver. I'd also like to get Joe Gibbs' thoughts on his driver, Hamlin's driver, Wallace, taking out one of his other drivers, Christopher Bell, from playoff contention. I would love to hear that conversation. Not to mention, there were 170 laps left. Wallace hitting the wall. He claims he lost steering. Eh, hard to tell. Maybe he did. But there was 170 laps left. He had some racing left, and he just wrecked three cars. Yep. And so I don't know. And then and not uh, to mention you screwed They may not be teammates, but you screwed over another Toyota guy and Christopher Bell, who is competing for the playoffs. Well, two non playoff guys are just dicking around. Well, and, and like I said, how many times this year have we seen cars get in the wall and then still been competing at the end? I know Kyle Bush won a race where we're like, holy shit, how yeah. could he, <laughs> he keep racing? And then the other thing, I have never heard of NASCAR not taking drivers. Maybe they have. Maybe I just haven't noticed. But almost 100% of the time, when drivers get in an incident, they are asked to come to the NASCAR hauler. And they're like, just, nah, we're. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyhow, we'll see. They they usually drop that stuff on Tuesday. We'll see what uh, happens. Well, there was an apology yeah. today from Bubba. I don't know. We'll Did see. he apologize or no? He apologized to Christopher Bell. He mentions, here's the thing, though. He didn't apologize. I didn't they read the apologize as him apologizing for hooking. He apologized for his actions after the on-track incident, which to me, the on-track incident is him hooking him. So he didn't really yeah. apologize for hooking him. He apologized. I read it as, for the pushing and the shoving and the stomping around like Danica used to do. Um, so I, yeah, I don't back to racing. Uh, we get a two tire pit stop for Denny Hamlin uh, during this caution that puts him out front. And then uh, they do the post uh, carry center. Sorry. Thanks it for shutting that off. Um <laughs> They do the post-care center interview with Bubba. He likely lies in the interview. He said he didn't have steering. He also, this is when he says, he, uh, Clint Boyer should know how squirrely these cars get uh, when they hit the wall. Well, Clint Boyer isn't calling the race. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> you know. Yeah, so it's just buffoonery at this point. They show the replay. Then that's the thing I, I, I have said. Bubba had some room. He just didn't have as much room as he wanted, yeah. and he didn't want to lift. Well, with 170 laps left, you should lift, and guess what? If you do, at that point, you earn the right to use that move on Kyle Larson later in the race. Um, He said he, did, he doesn't lift. His exact quote is, I don't lift. Well, maybe you should, then you wouldn't have wrecked. And then, yeah. uh, 
So poor Christopher Bell, he cannot beat the da- damage vehicle policy. He is done. Larson, uh, much cooler interview. You know, he's like, yeah, it might have been my fault. Um, and then, yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, Bubba had a right to be mad and come over. <laughs> Basically, I don't know. He just. But the best that. part about all this too is like neither one of these guys are competing for a championship. Like, yeah. sure, you like want to get the win, but like, it's not like. Kyle was out of the playoffs and Bubba's like racing in Phoenix yeah. for a championship and he took now, the, the, the number like, five car. You're two guys in, that the five car still is in the owner playoffs. I mean, for what that's worth. Yeah. But I mean, like Bubba probably doesn't know, but I'm just saying like you guys, you guys are racing so hard and for what with 170 laps left. Yeah. So lap 103 restart Ricky now spins out. He brings out the caution. Uh, Briscoe has to, he had an awesome car though. Did you see the Kona brewing car? Yeah. Pretty awesome. I enjoyed that one. And then I just noticed that, uh, Kozlowski was in the King Hawaiian. If we could get, uh, our guy, uh, Brandon Lee to get us a die cast of that. We'll put in a good word. Well, did you see Brandon Lee though? Uh, Mark Martin sent out a, uh, uh, Instagram thing. That was a little, took a little shot at Roush Fenway. And then one of their PR guys apologized because uh, Mark Martin said this because I don't know if you saw, he drove the old number six around the Valvoline. Yeah. And he's like, this would, I really love Jack Roush. Uh, I drove for him for 19 years. This would have been a great opportunity for us to pose in front of a historic car. So he's apparently upset that Jack Roush didn't, wasn't there for that uh, moment. I don't know if he was at the track or not. And then one of their PR guys was like, oh, that's on me, blah, blah, and like apologized profusely. But apparently Mark <laughs> Martin was butthurt about that. So yeah, um, it sounds like uh, Rosh Fenway needs an extra media person. So Brandon, if you need someone, I'll get Jack Roush over to Mark Martin every time. So <laughs> you, you know you won't have any more of that stuff. Uh, at this point, they show the telemetry from when uh, Bubba Wallace uh, went down uh, to hit Kyle Larson. He was full throttle. <laughs> so, um, you know, if I didn't have steering, I don't know if I'd be full throttle. I might be off the gas. Well, maybe you're just not ready, born to be a racer. <laughs> Lab 108 restart. We got Chastain and Suarez once again out front for track house. They get, uh, they're being chased by Blaney is looking really good. Uh, this could be his first win. We can get to 20 winners uh, this year. Lap 126, it's uh, Blaney now cha- uh, chasing Chastain as he gets by Suarez. Uh, we alternate track house Penske drivers with Chastain, Blaney, Suarez, Logano. Lap 130, we get a Chastain, Blaney flip-flop for the lead a couple times before Blaney gets out front the next lap. Uh, lap 180, uh, 135, Penske running away with it. Blaney Logano out front. Some people think Trackhouse laying back to stretch out fuel because they're getting pretty close there to needing the pit near the end of the stage. 136, your guy Chase Elliott having a long day. They're running 20th. They keep taking swings at it. That little thing where they took the wheels off to check the suspension, it didn't work. Um, It's a rough day for him. Yeah, but he was in a badass paints game, and I give a hoot. Do you give a hoot? Yeah, I, that's my favorite one. I like that one. It's weird because uh, blue, like light blue, is not in Hooters like thing, but it looks really good on the car. So maybe they should yeah. add it. 
Uh, seven to go in the stage. Blaney has a lead over two seconds. He goes on to win the stage. It's the eighth stage win of the season for Blaney, but no real win uh, for him this year. Joey Logano second, Suarez third, Chastain fourth, Denny Hamlin fifth, Byron Harvick, Trick, Cendrick, and Kyle Busch uh, round out the top ten. In the final stage, uh, Chastain uh, loses a lot of uh, spots coming off of pit road as he almost runs into Logano. Uh, the 22 cars, the first one out of the pits. Uh, and then Suarez has to uh, reject a car to tighten a wheel. So not a good pit stop for Trackhouse. When they do restart, it's Logano ahead of Blaney and then Hamlin and Chastain or third and fourth. Uh, and then at lap 178, Briscoe tries to get in front of Kyle Busch up by the wall for 10th. Uh, Bush wasn't happy about it. Give him a little uh, light tap. Uh, that could have been worse. And then uh, with 80 to go, Logano and Blaney are running away. They're two seconds ahead of the field. Yeah, that, you know, anytime uh, drivers get out in front, you know, yellow's coming. Uh, and here it is, J.J. Yaley. He uh, he feels like a designated spinner. I feel like if we went back <laughs> and look at rundowns, I feel like he's spun once a, once a race. Um. So that brings out the yellow Logano. He packs it full of fuel. That causes him to drop eight spots, but he knows he should have enough gas to get to the end if they decide to. Chastain up two spots. He'll start out front. And then Reddick, he ends up re-pitting. They, uh, they, like they do, they come back on the track and then they run a couple of yellow flag laps and he comes back to re-pit. Because they don't know if they got the tire tightened, but that also allows him to refill the car, like fill it, pack it full. So he should be good to the end. The other well, car, he was the one that was like had a damn gallon in his pit box. Oh yeah, you know, I I used to work at the Hertz rental car in college, and we used to fill the things up with the gas when people returned the car. A couple times in my four years there, I left with the thing still in the car, <laughs> <laughs> and I pulled the nozzle off. And you get a little bit of a puddle like that. So I recognize that puddle. Um, where were we at? Oh, lap 200 restart. Chastain gets in front of Blaney. Byron gets loose and he gets in the Blaney. Blaney drops back two spots. The fourth and runs as Chastain, Amarola, Hamlin, and Blaney. Lap 206. Briscoe, who had been down a lap, he's now in the top 10. He is coming on strong. Lap 211, it's... Chastain still out front, followed by Amarola, Blaney, uh, a very fast Kyle Busch, and Joey Logano. Yeah, and then uh, lap 212, uh, Austin Sendrick, uh, who had been running in the top 10, he has to pin under green. He has a flat tire, so he limps around. Uh, lap 220, Eric Jones showing out and continue his strong season. He's up to sixth. Uh, this is uh, you're gonna make me read this one very sad lap 228 we got 40 laps to go ryan blaney he was running second but he is up into the wall uh he's wrecked pretty bad um very tough for him he will not get that first win of the year um he had led 39 laps and was looking really good everyone is pitting this looks like it could be the last time they pit Two-tire uh, stop for Chastain. Uh, Justin Haley also does two tires. Um, Kyle Busch coming off the pit road smoking really bad. And uh, it turns out the left front tire is not attached to the car. The only thing keeping it on is the actual wheel well. And uh, 
he doesn't make it back. <laughs> he does not make it back to pit road. Tire comes off. Someone's going to get suspended. They gave Kyle Busch and Martin Truex shitty pit crews all year. Uh, very sad. Um, so weird, though. He had to go all the way back and pit. It looks like his day is done. Like, what? How weird would it be to limp around and drive with three tires? Yeah, well, you know, back in the day, Citrion, they invented the thing where you can get around on three tires. So, you know. I don't know. I pretend like I knew something about cars there. <laughs> uh, so we restart with 35 laps to go to Justin Haley, who did the two uh, tire stop. He is out in front. Uh, him and Briscoe are on row one. Haley gets out in front of him. 28 to go. It's Haley, Briscoe, Reddick, and Suarez. Uh, but then Suarez gets loose and brings out the caution. Very sad for Haley because he was doing great holding off Briscoe. Also very sad for Suarez. Uh, and then Logano. A uh, bit of a odd move. Uh, he pits from ninth place. He's the first car putting on fresh tires. Uh, and then uh, we restart with 22 to go. It's Haley on the inside and Briscoe on the outside. Uh, Haley doesn't get a good push from Tyler Reddick. Reddick gets sideways with a push from Harvick, but is able to save it. Chase Briscoe gets the lead uh, ahead of Haley, and Luke Hillen is going absolutely bonkers. But then we get a yellow. Yeah, Castle uh, Landon Castle brings out the caution at this moment ryan or william byron he was dropping like an anchor so he's like these old tires suck uh he dropped from six to 12th and he pits under caution which puts him in the back of the the pack and i believe there's 24 cars on the lead lap so we're going to restart with 16 to go haley below briscoe up top again look for logano he made that weird pit stop you were talking about but he's got freshest tires and he's inside on row four uh, Haley tries to hold off Briscoe on the outside, but that allows Chastain to fly by on the inside for the lead. Uh, 13 to go. We got Chastain, Briscoe, and a flying Logano. Uh, then Truex and Haley in the top five. 11 to go. Truex is not having, uh, he does not like what Haley's doing. He slams into him as they battle for seventh. Might be some damage because we watch Haley just drop back in the thing. I, like I'm watching the pylon. He's drifting back. <laughs> 10 to go. Chastain, Logano, Briscoe separated by 1.1 seconds. This is going to be a duel to the end. Yeah, then uh, 6 to go. Logano has a huge run to get on Chastain's rear end. 4 to go. He tries whoa, to whoa, get... phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 4 to go. Logano tries the apron, but Chastain blocks him. Uh, but then a lapped car allows Logano to get underneath Chastain, and he clears him with three to go, and he just drives away. Two to go. It's Logano, Chastain, and Kyle Busch. <laughs> Where did he come back? I don't know if you remember. He spun out early in the race, yeah, and then he, he had, had his wheel. Come off. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he had his wheel fall off like 30 laps ago. He finishes third. Uh, what could he have done if he didn't have a frappy pit crew? Lowey, uh, Lowey, Lowey, Joey Logano gets his 30th career win. It's his third win of the year. Uh, Ross Chastain in second, Kyle Busch in third, Chase Briscoe fourth, Denny Hamlin fifth. Next, we get Reddick yeah, in sixth. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Reddick in sixth, truck seventh, Eric Jones, strong Eric Jones in eighth, AJ Allmendinger. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. He's he likes this ninth place finish. He doesn't like to finish the day before. And then Austin <laughs> Dillon in 10th. 
Uh, playoff drivers outside of the top 10 were Byron finished 13th, but he still got 30 points. Not too bad. Elliot 21st, no space stage points. When was the last time we said that for Chase Elliott? Um, Blaney and 28th, but he got some stage points. He had 25 points. Christopher Bell, 34th. He was damaged by the uh, the tantrum that uh, Bubba Wallace threw and then the damaged vehicle policy. Um, so he finished 34th. Not many points. Window closing fast on uh, drivers again, the championship four. What do we got? We got Homestead next and then yeah, Martinsville. Homestead, Homestead yeah. and Martinsville. Uh, Logano's locked into the championship four. We got Chastain plus 18, uh, the watermelon guy. Uh, the Hooters guy, uh, Hooters and watermelons. Uh, Chase Elliott's plus 17. <laughs> Denny Hamlin, little precarious. This to me is the only, although I shouldn't say that. Chase Elliott just had an awful race. So maybe I shouldn't say uh, Hamlin's the only one I think that's in super trouble. He is plus six. Blow to cutoff. Byron. Uh, minus six, Briscoe minus nine, Blaney, uh, poor Ryan Blaney minus 11. If Logano won, like the whole race, Blaney looked as fast as Logano, so he, he had a top five finish. Uh, it ended up not being that way. Christopher Bell minus 23, but hey, he had the walk off win to get to the eight, so maybe he'll get a walk off win to get to the uh, four. Uh, of note, Bubba Wallace also knocked the number five car 25 below the cutoff in the owner's playoff. So he's got that going for yeah. him. <laughs> uh, in the Xfinity race, uh, all the playoff participants, driver and owner, qualify in the top 12. Uh, it's Dinger and Bain in the front row. Uh, Gibbs and Grayson in row two. Sam Mayer and Daniel Hamrick in row three. Brandon Jones and Austin Hill in row four. Once we get going in stage one, Dinger gets, uh, gets out in front to start the race, leads the first six laps. Uh, lap four, though, Bain gets real loose as Gregson is trying to pass him for second. He saves it, but he fell out of the top ten, and then Gregson passes Dinger for the lead on lap seven. Uh, and then lap 20, we see Ty Gibbs. He gets by Dinger for second and then starts hounding Gregson for the lead. Yep, uh, lap 24, Gibbs passes uh, Gregson on the inside, and then uh... – not much happens the rest of the stage. I believe it was a uh, 45 stage lap. Uh, 40, it was a 40 lap, 30 lap stage. Um, lap 27, Ryan Sieg had to pit under a uh, green flag from 14. So that's probably going to put him a lap down. Gibbs runs away with it. He uh, wins a stage by five seconds, which at this track's a pretty substantial lead. Seven stage win of the year. Austin Hill second. Noah Gregson third. Algar fourth. Brandon Jones, fifth. A lot of playoff names you're hearing. Mayor, sixth. Dinger, seventh. John Hunter Nemechek, uh, not a playoff driver, eighth. Uh, Josh Berry, ninth. And Daniel Hemrick, also not a playoff driver, tenth. So I think like most of those, eight of those ten were playoff guys. And then uh, stage two, Sheldon Creed finished 13th on the stage, uh, has to pit before the pits are open. Uh, He was hitting on all cylinders, uh, but no real. Big well, that was wasn't hitting. I when I'm typing, I when I'm typing, I, I wasn't. He wasn't hitting, so they had to lift the hood up and see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, no big swings on pit road for the top eight, though. Huge stop for Raja Karuth. He moves up four spots, going from 14th to 10th. Uh, Josh Berry though drops seven spots uh, to 16th when we restart on lap 52. So if that means 
stage ended on lap 45 we had seven laps of yellow flags you know i love uh, that uh gibson hill out front but gregson goes three wide early and slingshots them both uh crowd goes wild he's the local boy kid, if i'm not yeah. mistaken yep yeah uh, and then Gibbs drifts back to fourth, but after a couple laps, gets it gone, gets back into second by lap 58. Uh, seems to be really bad on the shoe, super short runs, but uh, yeah. he picks up steam as the stage goes on or the run goes on. Yeah, we get the lap 70. We have Gregson, Brandon Jones, Ty Gibbs, Austin Hill, Justin Allgaier in the top five. But at this point, Josh, uh, Josh Berry is charging hard in sixth and appears to have probably the fastest car. Gibbs makes a late charge, but uh, Gregson wins the stage. 14th stage win of the season for Gregson. Gibbs in second, Jones in third, Hill fourth, Allgaier fifth. All playoff names you're hearing. Um, Barry sixth, Mayer seventh. Hemrick, not a playoff driver, eighth, ninth. Trevor Bain, not a playoff driver, but playoff car. And then Dinger, playoff driver in 10th. With the exception of the number 18, uh, car the someone in the owner's playoff or driver's playoff has earned uh stage points in both stages so people just stacking up points which is good for the people above the cutoff line bad for the people below the cutoff line um hard to make up ground when everyone is getting points final stage huge stop for austin hill me he moves up three spots to first gregson loses two spots he's down to third uh, Ty Gibbs also loses three spots to fifth. Trevor Bain, penalty, not good for him. Safety violation. Crew member did the thing where you try to reach over the wall to grab the tire, but the tire rolls away, and then you fall over the wall. <laughs> yeah, so penalty for him. He'll have to do the old pass-through. Brandon Jones, Austin Hill start out front. Gibbs, once again, it happened every run. He struggles on the restart uh, in the first couple laps. Jones is out front of hill as a uh, start uh restart on lap 97 yeah and then uh, lap 99 josh barry powers into second it's jones barry gregson and hill lap 101 barry has big speed on the outside he ends up taking the lead uh and then uh trevor bain who had to start uh in the rear on the stage is all the way up to 12th by lap 111 uh 14 laps later, as they're approaching lap traffic, Gregson tries to pass Barry. They nearly make contact, which would have made uh, Dale Jr., their car owner, uh, sad. But Gregson not able to get by. Lap 131, he gives it another whirl and finally gets past Barry for the lead. Yeah. Um, Junior Motorsports car's all looking good, though. He's got to be happy with what he's seeing. Thanks, IT. Uh, uh, Gregson... Uh, Lap 140, Austin Hill starts the green flag pit cycle. Trevor Bain falls him two laps later. Then we get Dinger uh, next lap. Gregson and uh, Brandon Jones wait to lap 145, and then we get the rest of them on 146. When it pits uh, cycle through, Gregson is in front of Gibbs, Allgaier Jones on lap 148, and we got 54 laps to go in this race. Yeah, and then with 45, they go Dinger, who was just bitching about his car all day, is in sixth and looking good. Also with 45 to go, uh, just 11 cars on the lead lap. Five laps later, we get our first caution for incident of the race. Um, and it was a really, really quick caution. Uh, Brandon Jones got sideways, but he saved it. Uh, but they uh, threw out the flag pretty early. It was really fast. 
Like they're like at no point did I see a car in danger of hitting him. It really saves Brandon Jones because he flat spotted his tires. He was probably gonna have to pit all by himself under green. He does not have to. So we head to pit road. Gregson and Gibbs first off pit road. Uh Danger gains three spots. As they're running at this point, it's Austin Hill minus 15, Barry minus 16, Jones minus 22, Mayor minus 36, below the cutoff. We got 16 laps to go. Uh, we oh, I went out. 16, no, not 16 to go. It's 16 on the lead lap, right? Oh, yeah. I was 16 cars on the lead lap. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Landon Castle didn't pit, so he'll be starting on the front row with Gregson. We restart with 35 to go. Uh, Castle blocks uh, Gregson up top while Dinger gets the lead. It's Dinger and Barry out front. Uh, Gregson dropped all the way back to fourth. The next lap, Josh Berry tries to pass Dinger up high, but he gets into the wall. Uh, but he gets the lead with 33 to go. Dinger fields a loose wheel, uh, but he moves into second. Yeah, and then, then we get a lot of radio back and forth between him and uh, his crew chief and Chris Rice. He's like, hey, <laughs> this doesn't feel good. And I'm like, well, he checked the video. They tighten them all. He's like, it don't feel good. And he's like, they do. And they do this for about 10 laps um, <laughs> before Dinger finally comes in. He pits and they at first they're just going to do two tires. And they're like, well, like we don't know which like Dinger's like, I'm not even sure anymore. So they do all four really smashes his playoff chances. Um, and they, they did find out that the two on the right side were indeed loose. So good thing they did pit, I guess. But maybe he could have made it all the way. Who knows? You know, yeah, that's the risk you run. Uh, 18 to go. Uh, Gregson heavy uh, drag into the wall, gets passed by Bain for fourth. With 17 to go, we have Barry, Allgaier, Gibbs, Bain, and Gregson. Uh, huge move by Gregson to get in front of Gibbs for third with 10 to go. Uh, and then with four to go, Allgaier gets by on the bottom. Uh, Gregson has three laps to make up one and a half seconds. Barry, and he can't get the lead. Uh, under a second, which means Josh Berry gets the win here and just spot in the championship for fifth career win and third of the season back-to-back Vegas fall wins. Yeah, and sort of out of nowhere. I mean, he'd been running okay all season, but um, besides his win last year at Vegas, I wouldn't have pointed at him as a winner. Um, he finishes, uh, Berry finishes first, Greg's in second, Algar third. Those are all junior motorsports as a if this was F1, they'd sweep the podium, but this is NASCAR. <laughs> this is NASCAR. We only we only have winners come to victory, really. We don't do that second, third. You were the first yeah. losers. Ty Gibbs in fourth. Trevor Bain is in fifth. Austin Hill sixth. Sam Mayer seventh. Daniel Hemrick eighth. Brandon Jones ninth. Anthony Alfredo tenth. Uh, if you heard all those names, we mentioned all playoff drivers except for Dinger. He limped around. He limped around to twenty second. He just got twenty points on the day, like we said. Big hit uh, to his championship four chances. Um, Post race interview got a lot of nuts talk by Noah Gregson. Did you hear that? He's uh-uh. talking. I think he said he put his nuts on the dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> he let it all hang out. His nuts were on the dashboard. I don't know what that means. I have never had nuts because. <laughs> If you watch to, uh, Tommy Boy, 
like the M&Ms will go in the air conditioning slot thingy or whatever. Yeah. So you don't want to put nuts up on the dashboard. Uh, 500th win for Chevy in Xfinity series. Although, like, was somebody thought they were really smart up in the thing. And, uh, I think it was Rick Allen. It's like, no, it's only four ninety nine. But I checked after the race and everywhere I looked said 500. So maybe Rick Rick Allen's the only person who actually knows. Like I said, we got a really uh, huge turn of events. Barry was one of the last drivers in uh, to come into the championship eight, and now he's in the championship four. So good for her, him. First career Xfinity race. We didn't mention her name, which is good, because that means she didn't spin out, and she uh, ran <laughs> pretty well. Well, Haley Deegan finished in 13th. Yeah, and there was a theory out here that she was better suited for Xfinity cars than trucks, and maybe that was true. We'll see if she gets a couple Ooh. more races in her, or if she just goes up next year. Um, her team is switching to Toyota, so she's a Ford driver, so she doesn't have a truck team right now. Um, standings, like we said, for the uh, Cup window closing for Xfinity. Barry, the only driver in, but the they, we got people with huge leads here. No, Gregson's 44 above the cutoff. Ty Gibbs, 25 above the cutoff. They're looking real good. Justin Allgaier, 15 above. That puts three junior motorsports in the top four. Uh, still in the chase uh, on points are Austin Hill, minus 15. A.J. Allmendinger, minus 16. Probably needing the win to get in the championship four. Brandon Jones at minus 27, Sam Mayer at minus 36. So there we have it. We got all three things going on at Homestead. We I got feel the, like it's been years. What do you think is the last time we had a truck racer that I was on a, the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have the full Monty. We'll have a preview. I'm going to have to email you, see who's doing what part of what on the rundown. You'll probably back yep. out everything. I'll probably have to get <laughs> What do you got, a Tuesday night football game this week? What do you guys play? No, Tuesday? we play uh, Saturday against Arkansas State, and then we travel to Southern Miss for Thursday night game on ESPN2. Oh, my gosh. Everybody look for uh, – they. you guys have those awesome sweatshirts. I hope I get one, uh, 3X, if you got the camo? it. camo? All the best for the Raging Cajuns. <laughs> <laughs> only the best. Only only the best for the Raging Cajuns. I saw uh, one of your guys on the sidelines, uh, Marshall. Um, they, did you really get any... What's that? Really have one? Only the best for the Raging Cajuns? One of your coaches had one. And it wasn't on the sleeve like ours at AM. It was a big on the on the sweatshirt or whatever. Yeah, oh, I, was gonna, I was I was going to... YouTube won't let me do the screen cap anymore. I was going to do the old school, like my dad taking a photo of me behind Rick Barnes on the TV, but I didn't <laughs> do it. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, did you get good food up there in Huntington? I guess I should have talked uh, to you after, like, as a, like a friend instead of this podcast thing. Yeah, we went to a really, really good Italian place called La Familia, and it was badass. Okay, so I was a, I was going to tell you, you would have needed a vehicle. There's a hot dog place out there. Hillbilly Hot Dogs isn't far from Huntington out there in West Virginia. Next time you go, since you're in the fun boat. So, yeah. Enough of this talk. You know what I, you know what oh. I nicknamed? Huntington, West Virginia, uh, but but Ington, but but little de little Detroit, 
<laughs> little Detroit. There you go. Oh, yeah. When we first started this podcast, we said, God, I hate those losers that talk about their personal life on their podcast. And here we are. <laughs> so it was good talking to you. We, uh, we will. Uh, I was glad we're doing an episode as much as I like Tyler Pig. Luke Hillen never wants to do it. He must just like yeah. you. Um, but we'll still have his dad take us out. That's a cue for me to fade out See you guys. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. Started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde. He built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got some others on my side you've given me my wings now it's up to me to fly Thank you for the ride.